1: Hello, great Cleveland, and welcome to the ultimate Cleveland sports show. We have made it to Wednesday. Yes, I'm Jay Crawford coming up on today's show. I'm going to tell you why my Baker Mayfield theory is gaining steam. Oh,
2: <laughs> this guy, man. See <laughs> Baker. <laughs> Baker. I'm Rand. saying there's a chance. No,
0: guy, about a let,
2: let it go, man. Just hey. let it go.
3: <laughs> Keisha Cole, let it go. By the way, Keisha Cole and Anthony uh, A B right now. Uh, that's 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 in, that's, in gossip, yeah. that's in the gossip. This is G Bush. I'm gonna tell you why I can't stand Kyrie Irving. Mm. But I might take him back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people are in that camp. <laughs> Tyvis, I'm Tyvis Powell. Today I'm talking about. Ohio State offering eighth grade kids like this is getting ridiculous. It's (laughs) blasphemy. Eighth grade, they get offered. Like, I haven't seen them, but I like listen, things are subject to change. You might be good (laughs) in middle school, but you know, things change in that high school game. Yeah, it's true. They become men quick.
0: (laughs) And I'm former cartoon character Fred Flintstone. I'm gonna tell you something. (laughs) Idiots out there that don't think Terry Francona matters. If you watched the game last night, maybe you finally smartened
1: up. That's coming up later. Yo, yeah, I thought the same thing off. watching it. We miss him.
3: Fred Flintstone you know Fred- <laughs> Does that make you Barney no, I, well, I, I, see, little known fact Barney Rubble had two sets of eyes. He had some of the eyes that was regular clear circles <laughs> and then they got full Brown. Yes. He? Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, I, yeah. I, you can't the Fred Flintstone. The Flintstones got so many commercial uh, doggone uh, shows. They got they got joints with with kazoo. They got, they got joints when they had a saber-toothed tiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got D.O. Sure. Th- Listen, you cannot... Bam Bam. I used to call my son Bam Bam. Mm. Thousands. Wow. Thousands of yeah. Flintstones episodes, Are you a Hanna-Barbera
1: expert? <laughs> or I, well, I, yeah, I, I still
3: eat <laughs> cereal
2: and watch cartoons. Right? I st- yes. I use, That's the I life still, right there, bro. I still kind of want the Flintstone vitamins. I'm not going to lie. Oh, That's man. Yeah. Tasty. The <laughs> chewables. I like those. Yeah, bro. best one. I want to take
3: 10 ones. of them because yeah. they were so good. You got to stop. Don't give your kids them. That is not candy. I've seen... I've seen. Yeah, I thought I, they were man. You, I true. saw an episode of, of what happens when you do too much of something. Yeah. Like somebody was eating them vitamins like this and they had to go to the emergency room. Yeah. You just it make you it. Sick. It was me. i yeah. yeah. I definitely yeah.
2: snuck me too. If they didn't the make them Skittles. so damn tasty, I wouldn't have eaten ten of them. <laughs> These right. fruit snacks are good. Skittles. <laughs>
3: now vitamins
0: are Adult
1: vitamins are gross. They all taste yeah. terrible. <laughs> We've got a lot for you on today's program. Uh, a ton. We're going to talk uh, Guardians, calves, Browns. Ohio State Buckeyes, I love this 8th grade topic, it's a a hot topic. (laughs) Mm. We're gonna start today's show though with a fascinating Q&A that LeBron James decided he was gonna partake in yesterday on Twitter. I love these things, when when big name athletes set aside a little bit of time and say, I'm gonna talk to the fans, you've got questions, I've got answers. We're gonna go through some of the more fascinating questions and LeBron's answers and we'll talk about all of them. First up today. And I love this one because this is the question everybody's asking. Mm -hmm. How many more years you got, LeBron? Right. I mean, how long can this guy continue to play at this ridiculous level? And he says, the way I feel, I can go for a minute, to be honest. Now, a minute can be a little bit. It can be a long time. (laughs) I don't know what that means. (laughs) But he says, it's really up to me and my mental staying fresh, (laughs) slash, sharp. I'm still psycho-driven we can all co-sign that. Yes. This guy works yeah. harder in the off season yeah. than 22 year olds do. No doubt. <laughs> but what do you guys make of his answer? And what do you
3: think he has left in the tank? Five solid years, 45, five, five solid years. Wow. Three playing at the level he playing at. Now, do you know, he could have been the lead to score in the league if he wanted he, to if he he wanted to this year. Yep. And also he just led the league a couple of years ago in assist. Mm-hmm. He like, I don't understand like how people feel like he's going to fall off athletically. Is he the same as he was in, in Miami or Cleveland the first time or even the second time. No, but the thing that LeBron does more than anybody else. Carmelo Anthony and him are roughly the same age. You see you what Carmelo looking like. Yeah. Chris Paul. Yeah, same age yeah. roughly. You same see what they are looking like. And
1: what's crazy is Carmelo went to college and LeBron didn't date true for one year. Yeah. He was great that one so year. he's got a lot more miles on the tires. Listen,
0: LeBron is the great. I think he's the greatest athlete in the history of sports. The greatest athlete, not the greatest basketball player. I put him two behind Michael but I think he's the greatest athlete in the history, certainly of team sports. I okay, would say. I, uh, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, is, it's a, it
1: can make a strong case. The guy
0: is, I mean, it's a, he, to be that size and that strength and that athletic ability, that speed. Yeah, that combo it's, you it's don't remarkable. see. It's yeah. remarkable. So you're right, he's not the athlete he was, but he's still a better athlete than most of the guys in the NBA, even at his current age. He is a complete freak. I think, you know who I think he's motivated by? And I don't know, this is just a guess. I think he's motivated by Tom Brady he'll all yeah. people. Yeah. I think yeah. he sees Tom Brady and everybody's like, "Oh my god, Tom Brady's 44, 45. <laughs> I think he wants that too." Plus he wants to play with his son. There's no doubt about that and we come, we're coming to that too. I think he, I, I agree with you. I, I
1: would be very surprised if he plays 5 years or he, less.
0: He can still five, catch, He uh,
3: can still catch Jordan. I'm I'm gonna, be, I, be,
1: I mean I want to before you answer, I want yeah. you to respond to one thing that G said. Why would anybody think that he can't do it for 5 more years? The simple answer is and we can all attest to that. Because we're yeah. not at 40 what we were at 35. We're that's certainly not at 45 what we were at 40. Yeah, It's almost impossible to predict what trajectory his decline will look like.
2: Because yes. everybody ages differently. Yeah, and I think that's what I think he faces now. You know, when you get older, it's not the ability, can you still play well? It's can your body withstand it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ever, ever since he's been in L.A., he's been getting injured almost every year now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the part that really is scary for him. I think he does have the ability to play five more years because outside of scoring, he's a great scorer. but he's working on things because he knows he's not gonna be able to get to the hole. Now he's a jump shooter. Yeah. He's always been an assist guy. So he's doing things that will always make him effective and be a high demand on other teams. So he'll always stick around. He can contribute and, in every and, and every way. way. Yes,
1: so somebody's gonna have a need for, even if he becomes an, just a pure assist guy, at the end right. of his career, there's always a need for a guy that can distribute the basketball and attract attention it, as, long as, on
0: that, as long as he doesn't have that catastrophic injury. I don't see any reason yeah. he couldn't <laughs> play forever.
3: It, it, it. You just well, brought up a point. Uh, I was uh, you see Michael
1: <laughs> Jordan at the, Cle- at the all-star game in Cleveland in February?
3: Yeah. yeah. Like, dude still looks put
1: together. He ain't getting out there and playing in the NBA today. And I don't think you could compare LeBron to the average
0: even athlete. No, because, you yes, can't. Most athletes decline. Most basketball players, as you said, with Carmelo and Chris Paul, they start declining in the mid to late 30s. LeBron is one of a kind. I he don't is. think we've ever seen an athlete but, but, like him. But it.
1: forever. Like,
0: well, I, well, I forever, ain't doing this
3: at 50. Forever. Yeah. forever it, it might seem crazy. Eight to ten more years. I say five years at where he's playing now. No one has ever done what he's done. No one has ever been at this peak for this long. Yeah. And on top of it, he hasn't even changed his game to where he is second or third fiddle. No, That's he's true. still <laughs> ball dominant scoring the ball. rebounding, is <laughs>
2: getting 38 and eight,
3: you
4: know, the
2: man went from coming in the league as a small four. Sometimes he's played power forward. He can play he, all five. He's literally a point guard right yeah. now. If, so he, like, if he wants to be a pure point, he, he has to be the best Nobody would point say, and he still is dangerous enough to still go in there and score. Yeah. It's been times these, these past couple of seasons, he's given us flashes where he's done I, some I athletic I like your stuff. answer, G, a lot. Mm-hmm. I do
1: think it will be five years. I think he is motivated by Tom Brady. I think you're yeah. absolutely right. Why? It's di- two different sports, but he's the goat in yes. his game. Mm-hmm. Brady has seven rings. LeBron has four. Yeah. LeBron knows that he'll never win the argument in the Michael Jordan comparison because Michael was six for six. Yeah. And LeBron has lost a lot of finals, and yeah. he can never be perfect. If he could find a way to just get to six, I think that would check a lot of boxes for yeah. Michael, even though he wasn't perfect. Everybody always says the Jordan stat says he was six for six. Well, that meant there were nine years he didn't get there. So hey, he wasn't right, perfect, right, guys. Right, he was right, right. when he got there. He closed the deal. Yeah, and he retired but for. Two nobody's going to play in as many <laughs> finals in the modern <laughs> I'll, I'll era do as Mike, like that. He retired as, <laughs> as LeBron's going to play in. Yeah. he's a me. fixture in the finals. So yes. it's it's hard enough to get there, and he's done that consistently throughout his career. Mm-hmm. But I, I like your answer of five years, and I specifically like the part where you said three more at the current level that we're seeing. He's going to continue to be a dominant player at 40 years old guys in in the nba jordan was not a dominant player in the nba at 40. i think he'll hang around for a couple more years specifically to see what's going to happen with Bronny. yeah we don't know that he's even going to be an nba talent a team might take a flyer on him as a free agent so they will wear an nba uniform together at the same time i have no doubt about that the big question i have is would it be here Would, would would we see Bronny and lebron in a third coming here in Cleveland. I think it's, no, I, yeah. I think it's I likely. Like see it. I, I think if it happens, I think here's it will questions. happen
3: here. Uh, so here's my thing. How does that work? I've always wanted to know the the like the nuts and bolts of this. If you like the the Cavs and, and LeBron says, I'm going to come back if you draft Ronnie, does some other team just jump up and draft him in front of Cleveland? Or I don't think so. Or is I a with, it a week with not. I'm only yeah. signing
1: yeah. a contract guys, with the, Cleveland? The pressure that this <clears> puts on Bronny, by the way, is... Immense. First of all, you're LeBron James kid. Yeah. And your and your name is Bronny. Yeah. Yeah. Every gym this kid walks into, he's got a target on his back. Yeah. And no doubt. I've talked to pro athletes that are uber successful that have children, and they all at some point come around to the idea, I feel I feel sorry for my for my son Mm -hmm. for the steps that he has to walk in. Yeah. And the notion that LeBron's son will play in the NBA because he's LeBron's son is that's taking a lot of things right, for Jordan's granted. Right,
0: kids didn't play. No,
1: they yeah. were well, fine college athletes. Yeah. But the fact that w- when you're an NBA player, that means you're one of the best 300 players on the planet.
2: Yeah.
0: And Who's
1: the best player? Like, all, I'm thinking of all the superstars over
5: the well, last the 30 years. the Curry's. I mean,
0: the, the but Curry's. His, but but he was. But Del Curry wasn't a superstar. No, but he was. He, a, was, he was a very stars. good no, player. I'm thinking though. about the superstars that have played in the last 30 years. I can't think of any of their kids that have played. Maybe I'm just not thinking of it. Horace Grant, Tim, or is, Tim son
3: plays, or is that his nephew? The Hardaways is a good you, you know what? That, play, that's a great point, though. That's
1: a great point. No and, you know, bird, no well, magic. Let's look no, at it in no shorts. shorts. Yeah, okay, did. the Griffey's jump off the chart at right. you. Yes. You know? yes. But, but Ken, Ken Griffey senior, senior wasn't was a superstar. Good no, player. He was a good player yeah. on a great team, so everybody yeah. knew who he was. Right, yes. His son was the best. A transcend- uh, he was a, the, probably the best player of our era, I think. Natural player. Yes, They did play together. They played against each other as well. It is very rare. When a father and a son attain that same level of superstardom
0: in any sport. The Bonds are close. Again,
1: Bobby Bonds was a
2: great player. And better than Ken Barry was that transcendent player. But Bronny embraces this. 'Cause they he talked about it. LeBron talked about it on the shop. He was like, you know, you gotta He does embrace you, you it. gotta you know, fulfill this. And he said, I wanna do my own yeah. thing. He said that's kinda why he doesn't go by LeBron James Jr. Which yeah. is he wants Bronny because yeah. he wants his own path. And he's well, been in the public eye for a while
0: too. He has. He's grown know? up in it and yeah. he's used
1: to it. The second question we already put it up there and that yeah. was you one thousand percent? Are you one hundred percent? Plan on playing with Bronny, and he says, "Yeah, that's uh, that's the plan, yeah. God willing." Uh, then the second part to that was, "Would you would you guys want to see that in Cleveland?" Which I threw out there. I think we will see it in Cleveland. Do you guys want to see it in Cleveland? <clears throat> I would. I,
3: I mean, I would. I, I think it's like in this area, I, this is rare to see it in, in athletic at the highest level. But think about it. When you grew up, you, your your father was a carpenter. What was the son? You know, you grew up son was like, oh, I'm going to be apprentice. You got a business. You got a business. Your own dad owns a deli. He gets older pretty soon. You work summers. You come on in. Now you work through the ranks. So I I think LeBron is people say he's just doing too much. I think it's admirable for him to say, well, I'm going to stick around and guess what nepotism happens everywhere. It does. I'm going to make sure he make it because that's what my that's what my goal <laughs> is as a parent I'm yes. going to make sure he makes it yeah. and I'm going to give him the best opportunity to carve his own Niche in in basketball after I leave. But basketball I'm sure is a
1: meritocracy. He'll make it on
3: his ability or LeBron not. He was
0: going to have a ton of pressure whether LeBron said he wanted to play with him or not. Sure. He's, he's LeBron James. So yeah, yeah, but it, but
1: but I think it ramps it up even more when, when LeBron Maybe. says I want to play but with If my He's son. good enough.
0: He'll be able to handle it, right? If he's good enough, he he'll will be able to handle that. But, pressure. But
1: isn't there a part of you that if it doesn't work out because you weren't good enough, that you kind of feel like wow, I kind of let my dad down. This was his. That this was, was his yeah. dream. Yeah, yeah. Kids, they they process things differently. I know, Mikey, you said you want to move on to slam dunk contest, and I do, but I, I really want to talk quickly about the next qu- question that you had up on the screen last, and that was, yeah. have you beaten we'll Ronnie oh, in a, in yeah. a one-on-one oh, yeah. competition yeah. Yet? And he said, no, because I dunked so hard, I broke the backboard the last time <laughs> we played. I thought that was a terrific answer. Um, our question on that was, um, <laughs> as a father, should you ever let your son win in an athletic competition? No. Thank no. you. No, Thank listen, I'm going to
2: tell you why. Two reasons. One, when my when my father coming up, we played Madden, the video game. Yeah. And he used to score 100 points on me. I was like six <laughs> years old. Right. Yeah. He's like, you want to play? Come on. He would score 100 points on me. And I'd be so mad, I'd be crying. He made you better. Right. So when I got older and I started playing my friends, I started putting 100 points on me. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. in my mind, as a kid, I'm like, my father, who loves me, Show me no love in this game. So yeah. therefore, it gave me that assassin and that sure. cold-hearted mentality. Gave you the killer and I mentality. Think, and I think that's what you need to do with your kids. That's you gotta a big it part in. of it. G. Bush, you were a,
3: a quick no also on that. No, listen. My dad, I, I didn't beat my dad in basketball till I was like 13 or 14. And when I did, I came home. I told my mom, yeah, I beat your dude. I beat your boyfriend. <laughs> She's like, like, so for me, no. You should, you should never let your son get none of that energy off. And here's the problem. If you let your son win, right, you probably the dad that's complaining that some running back for the other school came and got 600 yards on you and seven touchdowns yeah. and you said you wanted to forfeit. Yeah. That's half yeah, the problem that's I, the same I, mentality. I don't
0: believe in letting my son win, but like when he was four and five and I'm teaching him to shoot a basketball, I'm not gonna stand there blocking everything. No, 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 no it's, when they, it's when they challenge you. you. <laughs> no, 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 what's no, 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 Tomorrow's his ninth birthday. Yeah. When he and I play, and I'm not a great great basketball player. I'm not in great shape, but I'm much bigger than he is. Sure. Oh, back but him when, down. But when we play basketball, <laughs> I get very physical with him. Yes. You should. And I tell him, you gotta push. You know, you yes. can't really push me because I weigh 200 pounds more than him. You know it. But I tell him to try to push me. I'm a to, you. know, be physical, and he tries. Does not matter
3: if it's a daughter? If, if it's your daughter? No. 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 I don't think so. No. And,
1: and, 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 so.
3: I'm a good test case because
1: yeah. I have a son and yeah. a daughter. My daughter didn't love athletics. My son was very athletic. I raised my son athletically the way I was raised. My dad was hard on me as a coach. He had different expectations from me as, as he did from everybody else on the field. And he would tell me that. Yeah. You know, And I would say, Dad, you don't treat the other kids that way. And he'd say, the other kids aren't my son. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I'm coaching yeah. you the way I feel is the best way to coach That's you. And a, I was always right. glad he did. He never let me win at anything. I never beat my father at golf. He passed at 70 and we didn't play a lot right. after I moved away and went to college, but I never beat him. I always wanted to. It was a goal of mine, right? Just My son every year in baseball on the first day of the season and the last day of the season, very competitive. He would say, dad, let's run the bases. And I would say, we're going to run the bases, but I'm going to pick them up and put them down. I'm going, I'm not holding back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we would start at home. I'd let him run the real way and I'd run third, second, first. We'd pass somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And we did that every year of baseball season, the first day of practice and after his last game. Yeah. When he was a sophomore in high school, he told me before his first practice, this is the time. Because he had his (laughs) man body. (laughs) He said, this is the time, Dad. I got you. You've been smoking me for eight years. This is the time. And he said, and I want to do it in front of the whole team. I Mm. was helping coach his JV high school baseball team. And Mm. I'm thinking... And I had run with him a little in training <laughs> and I'm like, he can definitely go right. And I'm not a young chick anymore. So we did it and I beat him by a step. And I thought to myself, enjoy that. That's the last time you're ever going to get over on. <laughs> uh, right. But I saw how much <laughs> it meant to him. Yeah. And after his yeah. last game, his sophomore season, we did it again. And I knew before I ever took my first step, yeah. yeah, he's going to get me. And he did it in front of the whole team. And, I thought it would be like, oh man, that hurt. Yeah, was I was almost happier than he was. Yeah, because yeah. I saw how important it was <laughs> I to mean, him. Didn't give it to him. I'm so I mean, If I would have gave it to him, it, it wouldn't like, have meant <laughs> anything. Kids, it's an important
0: <laughs> Listen, lesson for Listen. kids to learn uh, how to lose. I of pool. It is him. important and show yes. some class when you lose. I got, a, I don't yell at my my little league team. I don't yell at them, but I got a little, I got a little loud at the end of our last game. Because, because, now, not because they
3: lost. This is two days of you yelling at him.
0: too much time to get ready for the handshake line, and okay. I, I pulled them aside after and I said, "Hey, I know it sucks to lose. Yeah, it does. You gotta shake the hands.
2: I hate to tell well, you, you
0: show good sportsmanship <laughs> when you lose." Yeah. You, you put your equipment away after. We're gonna go shake hands and show class.
2: Yeah. No, that's a great lesson you know? to teach them, and it's important. I tell you what, I got a nephew. You bring that story up. I got yeah. a nephew who's entering high school for football. Yeah. He swears that he's gonna. He want to do one on one. Don't race me. him. I'm not. We're not racing. Yeah. Yeah. We literally Basketball? no one on oh, one football. Oh, okay. oh, we, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Oh. No. Oh, oh, but this is <laughs> the thing. Hold on. I gotta tell. I got to America. Is listen. He a receiver. Yes. Oh, okay. He a receiver slash quarterback, <laughs> and I told him, listen. It's, it's levels to this. Like yes. I, I, I played at the highest level. Yeah, I'm right. telling you right now. Yeah, it's, I'm not your friends. <laughs> but but I will is. literally demoralize you from playing <laughs> this game. He said he want to do it. I promise y'all, I'm going to record it. I want video. Dude, I'm, I'm, be awesome. I'm, I'm, and you'll make him better. I'm going to treat this man like he Devontae Adams. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm not going like it. I'm telling you. I, no, I, yeah. I, I just, I got to do it. I way. do think that's the best way <laughs> with <laughs> kids. I do. And the, the lessons of, lear-
1: I've always lose, uh, in losing, I always learned the most valuable lessons. Yes. Um, and, and learning to lose with class is hard, but it's the most yes. important lesson of losing. Okay, another question from LeBron, uh, and this one's kind of touchy because so many of us wanted to see him in a slam dunk contest, huh. and he says, if you can make an all-time dunk contest, which four players are you choosing? And you see his list down there, and he's in it. I know. <laughs> okay, I mean. so if you want to see a dunk contest with, your, with you in it, let all of us see that
2: you talking end game. That's dunks. ridiculous This <laughs> is
1: absurd. First of all, I, I don't want those Zach
0: Levine in my all time. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't you care. Say, how where's you Jordan? Where's Dr. J? I, good. Great point on that's, Dr. J. That's, that's J. nice, but that's come, Zach Levine is one of, oh, Zach Levine of I don't uh, care. Uh, Zach, it Levine, was the greatest was, him. I don't was, care how good a dunker. It was the greatest dunking contest ever. He's
1: not a superstar.
0: Yeah, it didn't
1: move the needle. Everybody ood and odd, but man, What's the most talked about dunk contest of all time? Yes. And it's because you had superstar yes, names guy, in it. The superstars it. used to always be in it. And that was the fun of it. And the Jordan fact so, that so, Wait a that minute. SJ, Zach Levine? Zach
2: Levine ain't a superstar? No, he's not a he's superstar. A, he's a an all star. He's a sick dunker. He, I'm to say, he like the, what the, he's the greatest dunker I've seen in my uh, life. To,
3: no, to me, to me, he said he said it first. Vince <laughs> Carter by far is the best dunker. Dunked definitely. over seven yeah, points in he, a game. He, he, he did do that. And he's an in game dunker Mike too. My did. problem with LeBron is LeBron. See, here's the here's the thing. I gotta get you, I gotta get you together on this one, LeBron. <laughs> uh, listen, you did the the uh, McDonald's All American Dunk Contest. Yeah. He and was. you did regular old dunks, extra medium sauce. They were not. You was jumping high. You was throwing it down hard. But you know you're Creativity not a creative dunker no, like he's that. Not. So it's why? A power you, dunker. Why you put yourself in there like Jeez. that? Why wouldn't he put contest himself contest in is there? a joke. They they miss 14 times before they yes, actually dunk. It is.
0: Miss no, but this this, up, this conversation true. though yeah.
1: isn't about the contest because I could right, I think fair. they need to just drop the contest because they yeah, they ruined where you it. Yeah, it's terrible. It's awful. Last,
2: this last one was. Just go was, look was at awesome.
1: social media, the last three dunk yeah. contests. Everybody wants this thing to, to go I, I,
2: away. So here's who I, I want.
1: I want Vince Carter.
2: Yep. That's all right. Okay. I want. want
0: MJ. I take that. I love heart. Dr. J. Yep. Okay. And then I want Billy Ho from White Man Kid <laughs>
1: You got three of the four Billy right. Ho, you got there three of got the got four out right. There. The <laughs> only guy you're missing is the most electric dunker I've ever seen in my life. Dominic Webb. Oh, oh, Webb. Spud, Spud web
0: That's a good one.
1: Spud hey. web
0: of Spud web. Yeah, yeah, Spud yeah. Webb's dope. dude.
1: I stood next to him one time. Yeah, and he looked like my child. I could not believe how tiny <laughs> it's he amazing.
2: is. In region five, blew seven, out a, a birthday candle. That's all I'm gonna say. Cheryl
1: Green, nobody even heard
0: of Green. He blew Green. out a birthday
2: candle. Yeah, but so you, what? they got so <laughs> gimmicky. you, know you got to get to
1: do that. It was pretty impressive. Okay, uh, yes. next question on the LeBron Q&A. You and
4: me, five, oh, wait, are we going to do, are you skipping? We're there? skipping Brady because we got to oh, get I the I love the couch. Tom Brady We'll one. get back okay, to Tom Brady Okay, Brady later. we'll bring
1: it back. Uh, this one was, if you had to choose one teammate, past or present, in a 2v2 to play against MJ and Pippen, who are you choosing? Kobe, KD, mm. or Kyrie? First of all,
3: it's lame that he <laughs> like, up three guys.
1: Pick
0: one mm. guy. We didn't ask you it for rhymes. three. It right? all rhymes.
3: We wanted one teammate. <laughs> You know, you know, LeBron has just back. He was like, all right. Well, Kobe is in LA. Kyrie is is my best teammate in Cleveland. and He's in the news
2: and uh, KD is probably the second best player in the world. So I'm gonna just go ahead and say all three. I'm surprised he didn't say Steph Curry. He said, that's the one player he wanted to play with. Honestly. Well, no, the question was former teammate all of all of these answers is wrong. It's it's one right answer and they prime Shaq yeah, but they won, it, it had to be one of LeBron's teams. They, they wow. played together in Cleveland. Yeah, that, oh, you're right. At the end, I forgot that's, about that. No, wrong. You know what? Shaq, it's over. Okay. Scotty wrong. Pippen ain't that's checking Shaq. He just won wrong. the topic. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. Yeah. won the topic. he didn't
0: <laughs> play with Kobe or KD. So. I, on the <laughs> Olympic team. Yeah. Uh, on the yeah, Olympic I, team. That seems lame. You're right. You no,
1: that is kind of lame. I agree. They were teammates on the Olympic team too, Shaq was. It's over. You know what? So I want to focus in on your point. Yeah. You. What did you say about LeBron riding the fence? Yeah, he, he, yeah, so, he so LeBron, <laughs> LeBron is a fence rider. That. Oh yeah. yeah LeBron yeah. is all about the Yankees when the Indians weren't involved. Right. But when the Indians yeah. were involved, he's like, he's like, "Yo, it's my boys." He's at the 2016, screaming, Same going up. Same with the Browns, Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. He does do that, He was yeah. at a Browns game on the sidelines wearing a Cowboys jersey, throwing the football with Tony Romo. Mm-hmm. Are yep. you kidding me? He came to an <laughs> Indians playoff game with a Yankees hat. He did. Like. I love LeBron. I really do. And I, I love LeBron the person more than the fans. player, particularly for what he's doing for the city of Akron, which I just can't say enough about. And But I just wish he wouldn't be a fence rider like that. He didn't that. answer just, any of those questions. No, he except didn't. Except
0: for the Brady one, which we already knew the answer to. He did
1: answer the Tom Brady one, which is why we have to come back to it. <laughs> yeah. Brady's we questions.
4: will come back to that at the okay. end of the show. We just got to get to Tim and. Well, that's a
1: great tease. We're going to come back to the Brady question to LeBron in the in – the, <laughs> yeah. A Q&A chat because I thought it was the, the most creative question It was and uh, I and LeBron answered that one. He actually gave us an answer. So yeah. there's a tease. That's a reason to stick we around answered it Tom later asked. in the program. Yeah, all right. Uh, you want to c- continue to the Kyrie comments right now? No, how or about we get play? back to all
4: that? Let, let's take a quick Save break. We'll come back to Tim Couch. Very good. And then we'll get to the rest. after. All
1: right. Tim Couch is coming up next. Um, we're going to get his thoughts on on my theory, what I started the show oh, with. Oh, my Lord. It's gain and steam. <laughs> Ty, it, it it no, it's,
2: it's gain
1: the, and steam. We're going to ask Tim if he's more or less into that theory on Baker Mayfield, perhaps taking snaps for the Browns this season. Tim Couch and Mikey McNugget's top five list when the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show comes back. All right, we're back on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, we are thrilled right now to be joined with That's a awesome. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show regular. He was a former number one overall pick of the mm. Cleveland Browns mm. and one of the top ten high school athletes as voted by ESPN of all time. I think Tim likes that as much as anything that he ever has accomplished because <laughs> there were some pretty heady names on that list. Tim Couch, the former Browns quarterback, joining us on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Tim, how you doing, man? Good to see you again.
5: Tim. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing today?
1: We're doing good. Um, I don't know if you if you heard any of our last segment. We were talking about the Q&A that LeBron uh, put out on Twitter last night. Did you, did you see any of that? Did you hear any of that? What's your biggest takeaway from it?
5: I didn't see it. What did he say?
1: Well, he took questions from Twitter folks, and his answers were funny. The one that we really just finished was, LeBron can pick any teammate that he's ever played with, for a 2v2 two two competition against Jordan and Pippen who is he taken and he gave us three names Kobe KD and Kyrie which we thought was a total fence riding cop out answer
5: <laughs> but, yeah, but
1: Typeus Paul said Shaq and I thought that was a pretty damn good answer
5: I mean you can't go wrong with Shaq. I mean who's gonna Scottie Pippen ain't body in he he throws, Shaq? That's right? the He can't hit free throws. I don't throws.
2: think the foul gonna stop him. He's still gonna go up and dunk that's true. That thing. <laughs> I didn't even have
3: that I wasn't even gonna ask no questions, Tim. But now I've, I've been I've been spawned and I thought of something. I said, okay, well they asked LeBron I'm gonna ask you a question. You on the goal line, it's fourth down. Mm. Fourth and by five. Mm. You got a slant route or a fade call? Mm. What one receiver are you taking mm. with all the money on the line? if you want that to, to with?
5: that, he played that with? you played with oh. oh that'll be easy Oh, that I played with um, I would take Kevin Johnson okay, uh, Kevin Kevin was a guy man he had the he, he, he had the best hands he could make the most contested catches um, you know he was a guy that could catch you know guy with guys hanging all over him he could go up and get it uh, so Kevin was my guy we came in together as rookies and uh, you know got off to a good start together in the NFL so I, I would definitely take KJ
1: yeah, they had some nice hookups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No question about it. Tim,
0: did you? If, if, if a wide receiver, you know, we always hear about like Tom Brady. You know, if you if you're not doing the right thing in practice or whatever, you're dropping balls. Like you're off the list. We, from from your perspective, <laughs> like, it, it, did you lose faith in a receiver quickly if he dropped the ball if he was dropping the ball
5: too much? Or did you just go? I didn't back have and a whole later? lot of options to be honest with you. So I, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I didn't have too many guys to say you're out. Bring the next guy. he like so, He'd like, it, uh, he'd I, like I to throw it to someone else. Those guys. That's true.
0: Hey, <laughs> you, you didn't really have much time to stand up the way you, They were not protecting you either. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But no, no, I know what you mean. I, I, yeah.
5: You know, I, I would get on guys a little bit in practice, but I never was one of those quarterbacks who would say. I'm not going to throw you the ball in the game if you don't do this, you know? I mean, I was just kind of a, you know, more of a corrector, go over and try to help guys and say, this is what I expect out of you on this play or how you want, how I want to see you run this route or come out of this break or do this or that. So I was more, you know, just trying to get on the same page with them and, uh, and trying to get them ready for the game.
1: All right, Tim, let's talk about these current Browns. I think when you were on last week, I brought up the idea that keeping Baker as an insurance policy, if Deshaun gets a lengthy suspension, I know it's not ideal. I even say it probably won't happen, but I do like the idea of keeping him there as an insurance policy because it's all about winning games, and if you look at the rostered quarterbacks, I think he's going to give you the best chance to win over Jacoby Brissett. Ian Rappaport, who, of course, um, is a weasel. Bull does <laughs> I mean, I mean, not like him. I, I will say he's very well-respected in the industry. He gets... He gets stories. But in this case, this isn't a story. This is his opinion. But Tim, he's he's kind of co signing my theory that the guys have been killing me over for the f- last two weeks. It, it, he said on the Pat McAfee show this week, if there's a lengthy suspension, it actually makes sense for everyone to bury the thing and for him to go out and start and maybe do well and maybe <coughs> get traded midseason. He went on to say it could be good for both if they can just bury the feelings and move on you say what
5: I, I would do that you know I was saying last week on the show that you know Baker Mayfield's a professional at the end of the day and I know that you know he has his differences with the Browns now and they've kind of you know went their separate ways of how they feel about each other but at the end of the day Baker Mayfield's going to make what 19 million dollars this year Uh, He he needs to go out and play if his number is called. If Deshaun is suspended for a certain amount of time and they want Baker to play, then he needs to, you know, go out and perform and put on film that, uh, you know, show guys, you know, because he's healthy this year, he can go out and show what a healthy Baker Mayfield can do. And if he goes out and win game, is winning games and, uh, and playing well and looking like the Baker Mayfield that we've seen at times, throughout his career, then of course the trade options are going to go through the roof. People are going to want to to bring him in when he shows he, what he can do when he's a healthy quarterback back there and uh, you know, so I know it's going to be tough on him, uh, you know, emotionally, but uh, you know, you got to put the emotions to, uh, to the side when you're making $19 million and this is your job. You know, if your numbers called upon, you walk out there and you go play the best ball you can play and try to win games for your team. I get what
0: Tim's saying and I get what you're saying, Jay, but ultimately there's nothing in Baker's
2: History that makes me believe he's going to be mature enough to do that. I think. See, I, I think it, see it. I think it is. I think Baker always talks about playing with a chip on his shoulder. He always wants to prove people wrong. I can see him doing it. Well, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good idea. Ty, this is uh, on. the No, he's on know, team no, 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 on. Wait a minute. No, no, <laughs> no. Don't, don't put that on me. No, what I He's in but, his field so You're right just, now. you're just answering his
1: point. That, yeah. What I
2: agree with you, Ty. What I'm saying is this guy loves being told he can't do something. Right. And I think that mm-hmm. could fuel him to end up doing it because like Tim said, it does. It makes sense for him to go out there and prove that the shoulder is healed. I am still a good franchise quarterback. And yes, trade me when Deshaun comes back. It really would help him out the most. Sim, let me ask you this question.
3: You kind of went through this a little bit uh, with, with Kelly Holcomb, right? Um, <laughs> you, you know, you were the number one guy. Kelly Holcomb was the backup. You know, Kelly Holcomb comes in. He plays a little bit um, and how did you how were you able to deal with that um, and, and, and get through that of having two guys that one guy both of you guys felt you guys could play. But how, how did right. you handle that as a starter?
5: You know, that was tough because, you know, the way that situation uh, took place was, you know, the year we went to the playoffs, you know, I was the starting quarterback. I took the team to the playoffs and the last game of the year, we had to beat the Falcons to get into the playoffs. And I broke my leg in the second or third quarter of that game and couldn't play in the playoff game against Pittsburgh. And obviously Kelly came in and had an unbelievable game. And then we come back you know, next year, opening day, I'm thinking, you know, of course, I'm going to be the starting quarterback. I just took this team to the playoffs and unfortunately had a leg injury. Uh, But, you know, uh, Butch Davis decides to start Kelly uh, in the first game. And I'm sitting over there, you know, the number one pick I've been through the worst of times with this team as, uh, you know, as, as a franchise coming back in 1999. And I felt like, you know, I'd earned the right to be the starter. And, uh, you know, I had an unfortunate injury, but I was playing well. Uh, So Kelly and I, um, you know, we were okay with it. We just got to the point where we got sick of it, man, to be honest with you, because it got to the point that last year where Butch Davis was going, you know, if Kelly had a good game, he would stay in. If Kelly played bad, I would go in and vice versa. You know, So we felt like we had to be perfect every time we took the field, man. And For a quarterback, that's a tough way to go out and, and feel like you can't make a mistake because you're going to make mistakes. It's the NFL. You're going to have turnovers. You're going to have bad games. But as a quarterback, even if you start the game, terribly in the first half you think you're going to come back in the second half and throw three touchdowns and get your team right back in it but you know we were going back and forth you know even in mid game sometimes so it was um it was a tough situation for us and i can tell you as, as players we were extremely frustrated with it and we just wished he would pick a guy and stick with it
0: that's absurd i mean you, you think about it now how stupid it was how he handled that it was absolutely yeah. ridiculous. how either one of you can get in a rhythm when you're stressed about i make one bad throw i'm gonna get be taken out of the game it's ridiculous. Did, was he even bad? Like the communication going into the season, was it really? Was it poor?
5: Yeah, it was. You know, I, I remember he called me to his office um, uh, during training camp and told me he was going to start Kelly in the um, in the opener. And I was I was very obviously very upset, very frustrated with with his decision, and thought that you know, like I said, I thought I had earned the right to be the starting quarterback of that uh, that football team. What I'd been through, and uh, you know, the ups and the downs, and finally we were getting to a point where we we're a pretty good team. You know, we just made the playoffs and. I felt like we could, you know, continue to build this thing, and now we're going to make a quarterback change. And, um, you know, I expressed my frustrations to him, and, and, um, you know, but I said, you know, listen, at the end of the day, I'm still under contract with this team, and if you call my name, I'm going to go in and play. I'm going to prepare every week, like, like I'm going to be the starter, and, uh, you know, that's that's what I think that's what you kind of have to do, and it's very similar to what Baker's in now. It is very emotional. You get upset when you feel like you've, you know, like Baker was in a situation when he first got to Cleveland. They didn't, they, they, were 0-16 the year before he got there. And, you know, he, t- he took him to the playoffs and won a playoff game. And, uh, you know, he probably feels like he deserves the right to be the quarterback of that franchise. But, you know, you got to put your emotions to the side and, and realize you're auditioning for other teams. And you're trying to, you know, if you want to leave Cleveland and be out of there and get a job somewhere else, go audition and play the best you can play when you get, when your number's called. And then you get, anytime you get an opportunity in the NFL to get on the field, man, you got to take advantage of it because those opportunities can be limited and they can be gone real quick. Like my situation, you know, I had shoulder injuries when I got to Green Bay. And, you know, I thought once I left Cleveland, I was going to go play somewhere for another 10 years or so. And it just didn't work out that way. So you just never know when it's going to be over for you.
1: Well, that's such a great point. Opportunities come and go. And mm-hmm. we've seen guys go from a franchise starting quarterback in their first contract. Mm hmm. To a clipboard guy and out of the league in warp speed, and it's not unthinkable that this could happen to Baker Mayfield. Yeah. That's why I say Carson
0: Wentz, Jared Goff, all those guys in a couple of years could be out
1: of the league. Yeah. Well, there are Absolutely. guys that have yes. already come like I think RG three when RG three came in, if somebody would have said ten years from now, dude will be out of the league. And he Kirk just, Cousins will be making forty just, million. Yeah. Yes, and he just <laughs> dropped yeah, he just dropped a four forty yeah. at the at the draft and Proved he can still run and he's out of the league. So, yeah. Tim, to your point, it's such a fickle position. I think the roller coaster that Baker rode for 18 months, the win in the playoffs against Pittsburgh, to having the team trade for another quarterback is one of the most whirlwind roller coaster rides I've ever seen a quarterback take. And if he gets an opportunity to take snaps again in Cleveland, and he doesn't want to do that because his feelings are hurt. That's bad. I think that's it's a sign of look. no maturity. No yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's mature yeah. to do what Tim was saying he I should agree. do, yep. and that's stick yep. around, prove that you're a pro,
2: because 31 other teams are, are watching. watching. Yep. My, my only thing about yep. it is how would the players respond to that? I feel, I, think, like the, well, I feel like the chemistry in the locker room is kind of... We toxic.
1: asked, we, we, we had Greg Newsome on earlier. Now, yeah. I know, uh, earlier in the uh, last week. And right. I know that he's a defensive guy, but... And Tim, you can speak to this too. And, and Ty, you know, when you're in that locker room, you're in the, in the foxhole. Yes. And Tim, I can't imagine that anybody holds Baker responsible for all of this drama that's happened. Maybe they say he should have tapped out last year and not played. But Mm -hmm. I don't know that anybody in that locker room would be looking at him and saying, I am not taking the field with this dude.
5: You know, I I don't think that would ever be the situation, Jay. I think think it's going to be a situation where guys in the locker room, yeah, it will be a little weird to see Baker back out there if he does walk back in the huddle with those guys. But I think all guys want to see is, are you committed? Are you in this thing? Are you fully committed? Prepared? Are you, are you studying are or you, are you out here to win football games? You're trying to be the best player you can be. Or are you in this thing, you know, kind of half hearted? And, you know, I think if he shows that he's all in, If his numbers called and he walks in there and he's working his butt off and guys see him studying and 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 preparing hard, I think then they'll they'll be all in with him. But, uh, you know, it will be a little awkward at first. But I think, you know, like I said, it's all going to determine. uh, It's all going to be determined by how Baker's attitude is once he takes the field with those guys and how they see him in meetings and on the practice field and and uh, and getting in in preparation for games and stuff.
3: You know, Tim, as I sit here and listen to it, you know, I'm not the biggest Baker Mayfield guy. But if I'm his agent or if I'm part of his team, would you consider just calling up the Browns and say, Hey, look, Baker, we we, he's, he's rehabbing right now. Let us get back into the, to the facility. Let us work. Let us get into camp and let's try to figure out whether we can, we can help each other because we the ultimate goal is to get you to to another place. It may be be sat down with with possibly the the, uh, front office and say, Hey, Let's go out here and let me practice a little bit. Let me people people see me and, and you know, from my or, or talk, reach out to Deshaun Watson and let him know. Hey, I'm not here to try to step on no toes. I'm just here trying to get another shot just like you got another shot, right? You know, you had right. a place in the, in the Texans. W- would you consider doing something at, at something like that as a player?
5: You know i think that's a really good point you know i think i think that would be a very good thing for baker to do uh just to get out there you know like i said it's all about showing people that you're healthy now you know because what we saw of baker last year especially towards the end of the year when he was so banged up was was not good you know he was throwing the ball all over the place his accuracy was off um, you know, he didn't look good. He didn't look like the Baker Mayfield that we have seen at times throughout his career when he was, you know, playing at a pretty high level. So, you know, if I'm Baker, I want to I want to be in there. I want to be training. You know, it's one thing to be, say, I'm going to work out here, work out with this quarterback coach or that, but it's just not the same as it is when you're around a football team and you're getting prepared to play a season. You know, I think the only way you can get ready for that is to be there in the facility and get ready to do those things. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, I think it would be very, very beneficial to Baker to call up the Browns and, and just like you said, just say, hey, I want to be in the Facility. I'm not trying to step on toes. I'm just trying to get myself ready to play in case you guys need me to open the season if Deshaun is suspended, and and get myself ready to go somewhere else. You know, like, like it's a, it's a great opportunity totally for both great. sides. Baker to you know show he's healthy and, and have other teams interested, and it's great for the Browns as well to have him there and and show that he's committed if his numbers call upon.
0: Tim, I'm curious your take on something else that's not Baker related, but it's kind of a story that's it's really uh, nobody's talking about it at all. I thought it was a big deal at the time. The Browns cut J.C. Treder, their starting center. Veteran, one of the best centers in the game. Um, and, and a guy who never gets hurt, right? Never Well, he's been banged up, but he never misses games. To save with $10 million, whatever it was. And they're going probably with this kid, Nick Harris, who's got some promise. But if I'm a team trying to win, I don't love the idea of cutting a proven veteran, not just average, excellent center. Uh, when I have a quarterback who's new to the system, now he's going with a young uh, uh, center. What did you think of that move? I understand you got to play with the cap, but I would have played with it somewhere else. What do you think about Yeah,
5: that? I, I agree with you on that. That center position is extremely important, especially for a quarterback who's new to the system. You know, you're talking about a guy with a treader who who knows the system, who knows the calls, who knows all the offensive line, uh, you know, the slide protections, that, you know, when it when to get out of run running plays and, and things like that. You know, I know when I first got to Cleveland, we had a veteran center in Dave Wallabaugh, who'd been in the league wow. forever, who was those right. guy in, in New England and, and being a rookie and him being uh you know whatever he was at the time, seven or eight year veteran. Uh, It helped me tremendously, you know, just being at the line of scrimmage, seeing fronts and seeing, you know, where blitzes were coming from and helping me out. Like he would turn around to me literally my first couple games and be like, because, you know, at UK, at Kentucky, I was in a totally different system than I was in the NFL. And I wasn't making a lot of those offensive line calls. So he was really helping me out those first few games saying, hey, listen, you need to slide the protection or you need to get out of this play. We can't we can't run into this look. Uh, you know, so just having a veteran guy like that that you trust at that center position, man, is, is extremely important. And, uh, you know, I'm with you on that call. I think I would win went in another direction to save some money somewhere else.
1: I think they looked at Harris and just made the assessment that he's ready. Now, whether or not he is, we don't right. know. But but Shredder's not just all, a guy. No, I mean, he, he's not no, just he he a guy. A stud <laughs> yeah. he, he he's stud center. He's you you know, a top he's tier guy. Yeah. Um, one thing, Tim, that I wanted to get you addressed because you talk about the cap and the money and all of that. Yeah. And, and folks when they look at the quarterback position and they know that it takes up a big chunk of the cap. When you look at how the this current Browns roster is constituted, you've got a $20 million total between Baker and Watson and everybody keeps looking at, well, Baker's going to make 19 million. Yeah. Well, Watson's going to make 1 million and I think that changes the entire equation. If Watson was to be paid 25 million this year, Hmm. the Browns would have already released Baker Because they couldn't carry Mm -hmm. both of those. Obviously, they're going to be responsible for that money. I think they're saying if we're going to pay him, we've got our starting quarterback on the cheap for a million. We'd rather pay him and do nothing for us but be an insurance policy rather than pay him and let him go somewhere else no, that, that makes sense that so makes i think sense. that boils into this whole equation in this theory that i've that have sort of <laughs> developed that everybody thinks i'm nuts about uh tim <laughs> one last question before we go to top five yesterday we talked about the idea that uh deshaun watson's going to take the entire offense to the bahamas but in in that report it was mentioned that baker mayfield is not likely to go so our topic yesterday was if you're watson do you invite him if you're Baker, do you go? How would you handle this?
5: If, I, if I'm Deshaun, I, I do invite him, uh, but I don't think Baker's going to go on that trip. You know, I, I think Baker, you know, like you guys, Baker's got a pretty pretty big ego, and you know, he's pretty hurt right now, so I don't think he's he feels like he's wanted on that trip. I don't think he's ever going to go on that trip unless he thinks he's you know, the guy that's going to be running the offense, uh, you know, for the Browns this year. So I, I don't think he's going to go on that trip. But, uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a really good thing what Deshaun is doing, trying to bond with his teammates, you know, getting involved with guys off the field and getting to know them away from football is always a great thing, you know, and to take them all to the Bahamas is unbelievable. You know, I, I used to get guys some, you know, going some trips here and there during the off season. I wasn't taking the entire offense. Of course, I didn't have <laughs> minutes guaranteed, either, but uh, I, 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 I would, I would get, I would get with guys, you know, away from football. I think you really developed a lot of chemistry and a lot of, you know, really good relationships, getting guys away from football and getting to know who they are as a, as a person, instead of just an athlete.
1: Off site bonding trips. They, uh, <laughs> they, they, they work, uh, Mikey, we're going to top five. All right, Tim, you're going to stick around for top five. Is that cool? (laughs) I know you got to be out of here at 53, so we're we're looking at the
4: clock. So go ahead, Mikey. All right, so this was an Anthony producer suggestion. Top five, three-point shooters in NBA history. I know Tim played basketball, and I'd be getting crushed for these lists. So I have to establish some credibility on this end. So honorable (laughs) mention on this list. Steve, let's pull up the honorable mention here. Yeah, it's me. It's me. Steve, let's roll the video. Steve, <laughs> roll the video. Yeah, no one's going to kiss you for that, Mikey. Let's, listen, any uh, haters let's out there, there's 17 in a row. We're not going to play at all, but this could go forever. So when I'm talking three-point shooters, just know Mikey McNuggets still Ooh, got lefty. the strap. Oh, a, a lefty. Look oh, 17 yeah. in a row. Look, we'll speed it up. Let this keep rolling. Let this keep rolling as we go to the next That's one. That's a pretty good-looking shot, uh, man. Yeah. Listen. Are You a, you a, you you a set shooter, shooter huh? College. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't dribble. I just shoot <laughs> and
1: 17 in a row uh, Tim isn't that impressive because it's from the same exact spot really I and mean, nobody's playing.
0: Yeah, we got to move
5: around. A little Wait a minute. Oh,
2: my I, I, listen, I ain't gonna, gonna let them gonna
5: hate on his you. own shot though. I, that does throw you out of rhythm a little bit. You know, he doesn't have a guy down there. Rebounding feeding fair. <laughs> so, That's true. Yeah, uh, so, so just saying
4: we're talking three point shooters. I know a little bit what I'm talking about here. So let's get to the he list just did that so he can he can put that link now. He's yeah. A, on his dating profile. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shooter, no. sniper. Okay, wait till we pull out the high school mixtape sniper. next week. Mike, the All producer. right, give us your sniper. real top five now. Here we go. Real top five. <laughs> Number five, Larry Bird. Ooh, too low. Uh, I don't. Res- I respect here. it. Okay. Well, I'm let not, me tell man, you why. Depending the on The numbers whoever. aren't necessarily there, but you go play pickup anywhere—Texas, Tennessee, New Jersey, Boston. <laughs> Cleveland. When I start playing, every old guy shoots like Larry Bird from behind the head. So that's transcendent. <laughs> well, that's because we have to <laughs> shoot that way. <laughs> yeah, go you can't, you can't,
0: like, guys didn't shoot threes like they do now. That was no. their
3: fault. They weren't volume. <laughs>
2: it is their <take> fault. Well, <laughs> no the fault.
0: analytics guys hadn't figured the guys out yet that did, it wasn't part of the game.
1: The
2: game no. was different then. It depends on the rest of the list. Yeah, we see. I gotta see the rest it, of the list. Larry
1: Bird. <laughs> I mean, without even seeing the rest of the list, are you okay with Larry being number five?
5: I've got Larry number two. On, nice! On my list, nope. There we you go. Know. There we you go. You got him! Right so, no. I,
4: like that, I like that Tim has a list. Okay, I what's your number four, Mikey? Listen, Tim is my guy. He's so wrong. He's number five. Oh, okay. Number four, Clay Thompson holds the NBA record 14 threes he in does, a single right? I'll game. i take that. Over 40% from three in each of his first eight seasons. Yeah. He's an elite oh shooter. Okay. okay. You, hey, you. He plays defense anymore. <laughs> I can't, can't, argue with that. I can't be is,
2: mad, so. and that's a good pick because yes. I would have picked him at four, I too. Love, I love your list so far, I'm about bro. to say, yeah. you're
1: good in my book. Tim, what do you think? I mean, I don't know how you th- don't have Clay in your top five.
5: Yeah. Do you? I don't have him in my top five, but Ooh. he is certainly worthy of it unbelievable shooter man you can't go rather it's it's a tough thing to break it down to just uh, you know top five but right. you know clay clay is you he can't get my list he got all list.
1: right okay well, so the, i i get that means there's gonna be two warriors on the top five. Yes, there is. Yeah. In, in an era where three-point <laughs> shots are king, this they, I don't know how they don't have six rings already. This is okay, what's number three? Who's number three?
4: Red number Red three, Reggie Miller. Miller. Thank hey, you. There he is. Is. Oh, Thank you got oh, oh, a yeah. oh, good, good yeah. list. Up yeah. yeah, yeah. top. Hey, how top about now. this for a number I have good During the also. era he played, only 14.5 percent of shots were threes. 37.5 percent of Miller's shots were from beyond the arc and he shot 40% for his career. So he might I have know. been
1: the guy that figured it out first. I, yes. like Reggie if he, Miller was awesome.
4: Just based so. on that
1: stat, yeah. he was doing I, it so I don't much even, more than anybody.
2: If your first two is what I think it is, it is. what everybody is. in America yeah. know it should it's be, amazing. your list is just as good as mine. That's so, yeah. exactly what my list was. Wow.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Roll it.
2: Roll the Reggie's <laughs> on your top five, isn't he? Tim?
5: Oh, yeah. I got Reggie at uh, at number three. Okay. okay. So, okay. Yeah. All right.
4: I think one and two are. Uh, go ahead. Right, Number two, let's go. It's Ray Allen. Okay. Yeah. okay. His record. Ray <laughs> Allen led yep. the NBA in career three point makes forever. Jesus, he has the biggest him. three yep. jump yeah. shot. Jesus. Maybe in NBA history. Ray Allen, it's yeah. perfect jump shot. Yeah, I don't think anybody can argue with yeah.
1: that. No. Nope, really you yeah. don't. By the way, <laughs> as beautiful as his jumper is, his golf swing is, golf swing is that pretty, too. Mm. Okay. I don't know why the guy isn't playing he does have a great golf swing, for sure. Tim, I know you're a big golfer, too like looks like he should man, be on the tour. Play.
5: I'll tell you what, Steph Curry's got a beautiful golf swing as well. He he can really play too, man. Yes, those guys, you know, there's something about those shooters have a great golf swing.
1: It's that repetitive motion thing. I mean, shooting is yeah. muscle memory so. and yeah. repetition and so is golf swing. What about Mike? Michael Jordan. Yeah. Mike it, I never thought he was a pure three-point shooter, and yeah. I, I don't think I'm he's a pure a go- golf swing oh, no. either. Okay. Well, Charles
0: Barkley's got the worst golf Charles Barkley's <laughs> golf swing is the worst I've ever seen. But, the worst. But
1: Jordan yeah. is, Jordan's not as good a golfer as Jordan thinks he is, and most, <laughs> most, most of, of America thinks he is. Yeah. Tim would definitely. Tim's a, Tim, what are you, scratch?
5: No, no, not right now. I am uh, I played about a 10. I uh, went through some swing changes and my, I was down to, a, I think like a seven was the okay. lowest I got to, but then I made a few swing changes. But I'll tell you what, my brother is a scratch golfer, man. And I he, <laughs> he beats me. I cannot beat him. Even when I'm like close with a few holes to go, like, a few holes to go, something always happened. My brother always beats me, man. So it's, yeah. it's we, we play a lot of golf. Those together. scratch He's guys. He's a really good I'm player.
2: A, I'm a scratch guy scratch golfer? I've never played golf. Sometimes. Oh, so you're scratch?
4: <laughs> sh- <laughs> <laughs> My
2: man. My Tim, man.
0: Tim, has figured it out. We didn't play golf in Brooklyn. Yeah. Tybus yeah, has figured it out. Me okay, me and your
1: number one, straight, this,
4: is, this is the most anticlimactic number one of yeah. all time,
1: but go ahead. It, it is really. Steph
4: Curry yeah. and. <gasps> Contrary to what you guys just said, I'm a terrible golfer, too, despite being an elite three-point shooter, so it's not just repetition. Oh, elite. <laughs> I'm a terrible golfer, as equally bad as I am good at shooting. So, yeah, Steph Curry's the easy number one. The list was really three through five, and I'm glad that you guys uh, finally agreed with some of my takes. This
2: is the list. I 100% well, that agree. That's my list that's right my there. So that's well, my five, too. That's my list. Was,
4: who did, uh, Tim, who did
0: you
1: have in instead of Clay Thompson? Yeah, who did you have in the list that Mikey didn't
5: so, I, the only one I had different was, I had Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki. Had oh, okay. at number that's, five. A that's a good one. It's a good pick. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah
1: I just, I, I love Dirk as a shooter. I just don't know who I'm going to take off of that yeah. top five. Because that's I so iconic. I would have switched the order right. a
0: little bit. You would have. I would have I had Bird 2, Reggie 3. Oh, he had Reggie 3. And then Ray Allen 4 and Klay Thompson 5. That's wrong. That mine. No Kevin Durant? Yep.
2: <laughs> no. Awesome. It's tough, man. There's That's some a great sniper. shooters now. But I mean, the <laughs> guys now, it's tough. they're not being defended like they James Harden now. is like, isn't James Harden third
4: on the, fourth on the list now? James Harden, James, James, Harden is the well, yeah, he's third most, most makes of all time. time. Come on now. Third most makes of all
1: time. Yeah, but see, I don't think you can go on makes. I want to go off percentages because it's such a volume game now. <laughs> yeah. Guys are just jacking up James threes Harden's so much chuker. more often. Uh, Tim, your game, you were a great high school basketball player. Um, you mentioned on the show last week that you actually – wanted to play for Patino when he had basically an NBA team there when you were playing football, describe your game. And by the way, I covered Tim when he was in the eighth grade (laughs) playing boys varsity basketball. That's amazing. And it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. So describe your game to those that aren't familiar.
5: Uh, i was i was a, i was a two guard so i was a three-point shooter and uh I, I could jump i could really run and jump and uh you know i used to i got i had a lot of dunks and you know things like that but i was i was more of a you know just a, just a pure shooter man i could um i, I, could, I could certainly shoot the ball as well as you know, anyone at that at the at the high school level that I was playing against, you know, I was I was making a lot of threes. I, I don't know where I stand now, but in um, I think I was in the top ten all time um, in the state of Kentucky uh, for most points scored. I scored over three thousand points in high Which school. Which is saying something in um, Kentucky. Oh. You still play? Right. Tim? Yeah, so, um, Do you still
0: play? You still play pickup?
5: No, I don't. I don't. I don't play. I mess around with my kids and stuff. You know, just yeah. shooting around and uh, stuff like that. But I haven't played anything competitively, like getting up and down the court or anything like that, in a long time. Mm-hmm. Tim
1: could go to clubs in the eighth grade and not be carted if he wanted to. Oh, Tim,
5: <laughs> Tim was a man when he was in the eighth grade. I that was a grown man in eighth grade, man. Re- I, you I, and, I Richie you would, and Richie Farmer, you and Richie Farmer. Tim, right now, me yeah. and you,
2: me and you versus Michael Jordan and Scotty, we win it, right?
5: No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, we're gonna depend on you. I don't know you about gotta, that. you gotta stand in the corner and just knock them down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna facilitate. Okay, I, what if I we think played, I can do that.
1: What if we played at 21
2: and we spot you guys 14? Can you score yes. seven before they get 21? Yeah, can yes. score seven. Yeah. I th- yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, like know. your chance. You guys <laughs> were professional athletes also. Now, yeah. now Mike don't miss, yeah. though. Mike, Mike. And, and no, he's got he a killer miss. instinct to him, too. Yeah.
1: Tim, uh, yeah. always good, my friend. Thanks, Tim. Uh, great to see you, and we'll see you next week. Appreciate you, man. Tim sounds Couch. Good. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. You bet. Thanks, Tim. Tim Couch on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, we're taking a break, right? We're going to step aside when we come back. We've got much more to go on today's program. Bull is seeing red on the Guardians and a decision that was made in last night's game that I wholeheartedly agree with. Uh, We're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about the idea that divisions in the Big Ten might disappear in 2023. Tyvus with some great thoughts on that. (laughs) When we come right back, stay with us.